You're listening to Behind the Bliss, a weekly podcast where Rachel Autry brings conversations to you from women that share what's behind their highlight reel. Each episode is designed for you to see a message from the mess and encourage you to find balance in the bliss. We know that what you're facing is important for shaping who God has created you to be. Some may say it's a process that often happens behind the bliss. Here's today's episode. I am totally digging this spring weather. It's finally getting warmer. The wind here in Oklahoma is still a little bit crazy, but it is calming down just enough to be able to enjoy walks outside, either with my AirPods in listening to a podcast or an audiobook or something, or with no headphones in and just listening to the nature around me. It has been so much fun. So I hope that you are finding ways to be outside and enjoy just the spring and what it brings to us and the beauty and all the things. And if you need something to listen to while you're on your walk, this show would be a really fun one. My favorite thing around here is just to bring you real life stories, either fun truth, what I'm loving these days and how God is in the details of even the jeans that we wear, the playlists we listen to and all the smaller things. But he's also, of course, in the bigger grand picture and he's in the in-between as well. The verse that this all comes from is 1 Thessalonians 2.8, which is one of my favorites, if not my life verse. It is because we cared for you so much, we were delighted to share with you not only the gospel of God, but our lives as well. And same goes for here. I care about you so much that I'm delighted to not only share with you the gospel of God and who he is and what he's doing in my life, but I'm also going to share with you my life as well because he's in every detail. So I will step off my soapbox, but I want you to remember that Behind the Bliss podcast is not your church. It should not be where you go for truth. That should be the word of God. And this should never take the place of your spiritual encounters that you're having with Jesus. That should be something on your own personal time. But I do hope that you're listening for encouragement to answer some questions that you might have about your season of life and my favorite part (laughs) to just get some fun ideas of how to find the joy in your life, the big parts and the small. Today's episode is exactly that. I am chatting with Ashley and Dino Patron. They are so much fun. You might follow Ashley on Instagram. Arrows and Bow is her Instagram username. She posts so many beautiful pictures of her home and her house. But if you follow her closely, you might know that the beautiful home that she's living in now is just the part of the story. They have an entire journey of what it took to get from where they were to where they are. And they've learned lessons, collected tools, and applied these truths to get to where they want to be someday. And they're talking all about that in today's episode. If you are wanting to dream as a family, to dream with your spouse, to talk about what God has for you in the future, what he has for you now, if you're missing out or if you're on track, today's episode is just for you. Ashley and Dino just released an amazing book called Designed to Last, Our Journey of Building an Intentional Home, Growing in Faith, and Finding Joy in the In-Between. And shoot, that is for all of us. We are all in the in-between of something. How do you honor God in your in-between? Show up, choose discipline, and honestly, find fun. Because God wants fun for his children. Amen. So I pray this episode blesses you and your family, either the one you have now or the one for you in the future, and that you walk away with tangible tips of how to honor God in the process and to do life with big dreams with your spouse. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I'm just going to say it. The podcast is my favorite thing that I get to do and show up for in my work life. Like this is so much fun for me and it's so much fun that I actually encourage anyone who's ever thought or dreamt about starting a podcast to 100% go for it. In fact, I have something just for you. I have worked my tush off to create a course, an online podcast course with you in mind. 
I have spilled all of the secrets and all the things I've learned in the past four years of producing, editing, and publishing a show just for you. From email templates that we send and get guests on the show, platforms that we use to edit, host, and even have conversations, screen recordings of how we use these platforms specifically for us, how we've monetized the show so that this can be a fun thing, not just a side gig, how to market the mess out of this show so that nobody misses it that it's intended for. And really, I'm just sharing all the secrets, all the tips of the trade that has led us to this top rated podcast that we all know and love. So if you have ever wondered if you should start a podcast, here's my nudge. And if you need any help, that this podcast course is just for you. And I'm here to tell you, you need it. I wish I had all these answers written out for me before I started this whole journey. So take advantage of this online podcast course opportunity that I'm giving you. You can sign up for the waitlist right now by going to rachelautry.com slash podcast course. Enrollment opens on May 12th, and I would love to have you and welcome you on board. We are giving the first 10 people to sign up on May 12th and enroll an extra special discount. You can use the code PODCASTPRO to get you $50 off your enrollment. But that's just for the first 10 people on May 12th. So that's why I highly encourage you to sign up for the waitlist if you have any inclination that this might be for you. I am on your team, cheering you on always, and want to make sure that I give you the tools necessary to do the things God has called you to do, which might include this podcast course. Tell me a little bit about like where you guys are right now, because I'm like keeping up and I, and I love it, but I just want to make sure I have it all right. Yeah. We're in Anna Maria, Florida. That is so fun. I have family in Florida and I need to visit them more often. Florida is just like, it's a blast. It is. Where are you at? That's a good question. Right now I'm in Oklahoma, not Florida. I wish I was in Florida. Um, it's like 50 mile per hour winds. I'm not even kidding. Um, so, like, you open up the car to get the baby out, and it's like you have to, like, prop it open or it just slam shut on one of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's violent. It's actually, Dang. like, hostile. But we call Birmingham, Alabama home because oh, yeah. uh, oh. we're a military family, so we're here for the next, like, month and a half for my husband's pilot training adventure. Roll Tide. Roll Tide? <laughs> Are you from Alabama? What no. do you know about Roll Tide? No, we have we some got... friends that we met on Instagram, Laura Jean Bell, and she... Like okay. they, they can't, they want to, they want a giveaway from us. And so they ended up coming out to like this winery and we met them and they brought Dino That's a so shirt funny. that said roll tide on it. It was like my favorite shirt. I know shirt he wore it when he was sick though. And yeah. so it was like, I was like, you can't wear that anymore. That's your sick shirt. Like get that off. <laughs> yes. I like the idea of it being a six shirt. Yeah. I am not pro roll tide. Uh, I went see? to Clemson university. See, you gotta be careful. Yeah. Oh, I don't even know what it means. I was like, you have to be careful. I don't even know. I know. You have to be careful when you say roll tie. He was wearing it. There's a big, there's a rivalry. I know. He was wearing it. And all these people on Instagram were like, wait, what? What roll tie? You know, these are like, I hate it. I was like, what are we wearing? I mean, we're like wearing like a gang shirt. Making enemies from people. Yes. You love it or you hate it. There's like no one in between if you know what it means. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, My Tigers, the Clemson Tigers. We have played Alabama the past few years in national championships. So I'm like, they're not our rival, but they totally are. Yeah. Yeah. So when you say Roll Tide, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know about this. (laughs) Anytime somebody says Alabama, I just say Roll Tide. That's what you do. Yeah. That's just what you do. Or you start singing sweet, huh? Yeah. There you go. Like one of the two. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Anyways, we were so excited to be back there. But for right now, we're in Oklahoma. And I feel like our stories, like your family story and mine, very different, mm-hmm. but kind of similar. Mm-hmm. Like they're um 
they're parallel Mm -hmm. but different if that makes sense like kind of just going for what god has you doing even though it seems borderline insane yeah psycho yeah we're like what are you doing um we are the same like we are driven to adventure we're the kind of people we're like well why not yeah like even if it's an epic fail like why not and i'm like from what i've gathered y'all are totally that way oh yeah that sums it up have you always been that way would you say it's like a personality thing or have circumstances almost brought you to this place where you're like listen it's it's been terrible before and it's been good before let's just do it like where where do you lay on that it's, we've always been that way but it's escalated as time goes <laughs> longer in our marriage it's like you know earlier on in our marriage we we left our our parents and went to vegas all by ourselves mm-hmm. so we were like very prone to adventure in that sense yeah but as of late it's like we're getting more and more like fiscally crazy and like lifestyle crazy yeah, for sure. Yeah, we've definitely yeah. shifted as we've as, as as soon as we tasted it a little bit, we were like, oh yeah, yes. we love living like this. And just like the adventure is one thing, but just in like pure like obedience to God, that's where the adventure lies. Is because it's like we don't that's even right. know what's gonna happen. We think this sounds fun, but like this is even better over here. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's good. It's like once you have a taste mm-hmm. of the sweetness of what it could be like to do life with God, it's like, why would you ever turn back? Uh, yeah. Even yeah. the moments that you're like, how can this be turned around for a good thing? I don't yeah. understand it. The mm-hmm. way the the moments that it's redeemed yeah. and the stories that come from that are almost the fuel to like yeah. keep going yeah. because you're like, I want that again. And yeah. it gets bigger and bigger because we're promised, you know, from glory to glory. Yeah. So that's always the fun part. I love it. Yeah. Okay. For people that are thoroughly confused and they're like, adventure, what are they talking about? And they haven't picked up your new book, which we're going to get to. Will you just take a second and introduce yourselves, what life is like? Just tell us all the things. Yeah. 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 We're, we're Dino and Ashley. So right now we live in uh, Longboat Key or Anna Maria Island area of, of uh, Southern Florida. Not Southern Florida. I don't say Southern Florida. Why Western are you talking Florida. so somber right now? She's like, like the voice is so. Dino's so trying to match your voice like right now. No, my like, voice loud. is really sweet. It is really sweet. Wow. It is. It's very really like. You're not even talking like you're. I know, but I feel like I need to match. <laughs> <laughs> no. You be you. Oh, no, man. Well, watch me. I'm going to start picking up your like little Southern exactly. accent. By the end of this, I'm going to be like a little bit from the South. Do I know? have a Southern accent? A little bit, yeah. yeah a little bit. <gasps> Are you for real? I am. Okay. I'm like having, I'm like having, having an identity crisis. <laughs> I've never thought, I, <laughs> I never really? thought I had it's just a Southern accent. It's just like, yeah, it's just like a sweet, sweet softness. It's real yeah, great. With the yawns. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, don't. Yes, but don't match me. Okay. I'm so honored. I'm like, you have a cute southern twang yeah. and your like therapeutic voice. Yeah. I'm like, I have literally never heard those two. Oh, Thank you. Really? Oh, so okay. I receive it. Oh, yeah. Okay, how about I'll answer right, that yeah, question. Let's start over. Yeah, we, <laughs> we are on Anna Maria Island in Florida. Yes. Rewind. Um, we're Dino and Ashley, and we are not quiet at all or self spoken. I want to do that. I know. I have an Instagram account, Arrows and Bow. We share like our journey online. Um, it all started like five years ago when I just was a homeschool mom and just have always had a, like, a creative side and just kind of wanted an outlet for that. So, started yes. the account and We've done a lot of things in the last in the last five years: moves and trailer life and reversal vasectomies and buying an inn, writing a book, 
you know, basically our life is utter chaos and people just tune in to watch yeah. the chaos. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but we love it. We always say we thrive in organized chaos. It needs to be a little bit organized, but we don't mind the chaos. That's right. That's right. We call yeah. that controlled chaos around here. Yeah. Indeed. Indeed. Exactly. Yes. It is wild, but like we we can rein it in if we need to. Totally. Yeah. If it starts scaring people, we can like, we can pull it back. Yeah. How fun is that? That's so boring, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm so glad to have y'all here because I think that people, especially now, post all the things this past two years yeah. have been. I don't even like to talk about it, no, so I'm just going to like hop on it. But like, no name. I think people have left almost to a point, like, I would almost say panicked mm-hmm. to where they're like, okay, well, they're actually, I'll take it back. They're one or two, they run up two sides. They're either panicked because all control and all comforts and luxuries were taken away mm-hmm. so that now that things are kind of starting to crawl back when they get back to that luxury they just like clinch it mm-hmm. they're like all right i'm never letting go of yeah. that again or they're the people that everything was stripped away and so they got an opportunity to redefine what life is going to be like yeah. what they want to do mm-hmm. if they're going to go after what god has for them but the, like people are always on one mm-hmm. side or the other yeah Dang. and i feel like this conversation is going to be so cool because yeah we're all at that breaking point. Like we're all at the, like, who am I going to be? Am Mm -hmm. I going to like freak out if life changes again on me Mm -hmm. or have I learned to wholly surrender? Mm. And your story is of that, of being like, we're just going to go for what God has for us Mm -hmm. and it works out awesome. And if it doesn't, it's still going to work out. Like it always does. Do you feel like now it's like we were talking about earlier, it's easier to say yes than it was before. Yeah. Yeah, Like let's say a few years ago, like before all the stuff, God like, almost prompted you with something or something was laid on your heart like some yeah. people say and you're like okay I don't know about this like you're a little hesitant and now are you a bit more like okay he said it we're doing it right now tomorrow today yeah. kind of thing. I think that back in back before the trailer like we weren't living like wholeheartedly like seeking after God's well, will. I'm going to give the full story. All right. So here's here's the gist of kind of how our lives. Ash and I have been married for 15 years, right? So the first. Six, almost yes. 16. So for the first like eight mm-hmm. years, for the first eight years of our marriage, we were very, I was very, very like, all right. So it was quote unquote normal or fairly normal, right? We would, we had three kids. We built, we lived in a house. We renovated the house. And we, it was very like, I was pushing really hard to get to. American dream. Yeah. 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 And yeah. and yeah, we had the three kids, we had the house, and it was whatever. And then Ash one day was like, "Hey, let's go like look at a piece of property." And she kind of tricked me into going looking at it. I was very very like, I have a plan, and we're working the plan. The plan is like get my retirement sorted out, get our savings sorted out, get the house paid off, and the cars paid off. Very like Dave Ramsey kind of aggressive yeah. tactically. Well, and our first house we bought like. It was when the crash of 08 or 09 yeah. happened. So right. for us being 21, 22 at the time, yeah. and Dino 26, 26, like to be able to buy a five bedroom, 3,000 square foot home right. was like unheard of. But yeah. we were able to do and it. at like a really good price and like yeah. really low interest yeah. rates. So and, Dino yeah. was like, we're never moving from this house. We're going <laughs> to die here. Like it was like, all right, I'm done. I, I got the house. Like we're done. And Dino just grind. He was grinding at work. I was doing my mom thing. We were kind of just living like parallel lives together. Not unhappy, but not not even knowing like what, how yeah. to really live life. And we still did like yeah. some, we both had like adventuresome type personalities and, and we liked to go and do like crazy things. We'd do vacations and do fun things, but not like crazy, crazy. And then Ash convinced me to go look at a piece of property. The quick version of it is, is that she, we, we basically like sold everything, moved into a trailer, 
lived on, bought, bought with all the money we made from selling the house, we bought land in a trailer and then tried to build a house on the land and that never really happened. And we ended up living on this land in a trailer for a year and a half. And that basically kicked everything right. off. Of and like, 180 square feet. Yeah, Let me just yeah. like make this real for yeah. people listening. <sighs> Most likely that's going to be like half of your bedroom. Yeah. Yeah. yeah seriously. <laughs> you know? And that, that 180 square feet had our master bedroom, which we actually both had 12 inches of closet space each. And then a small living space, small kitchen, all in one. And then triple bunk beds with a very, very small shower and and like sink yeah like that was basically the extent which ironically i ripped out most of the storage that was in the the trailer to begin with because i wanted more space for our family of five so we really right. like yes had the minimal amount we got what you were wearing what like everybody had one plate one fork one spoon like it was just like very minimal but, so simple yeah. yeah and going into that I mean, you can easily go into a, a scenario like that where you're like, hey, let's blow my life up, basically. Like what, what the majority of people like say their quote unquote life is, right? And you can blow your life up and get into a situation like that and get very, very down on it, right? But Ash and I were like, whoa, this is incredibly freeing. We have no mortgage payment now, which means that we have all of this, this like extra monthly cash to either put towards building things or let's go have fun. And now we're also like forced into like, we're not going to sit in a trailer 180 square feet all day on a boiling hot Saturday. We're going to bail and go do stuff. We're not going to sit here month in month out. Let's go out and travel and do trips. And we're not going to like, we have, we have to do laundry. So let's go bless our friends and do watch their kids and do laundry at their house while they go on a date night. It was just like thing after thing after thing. And we were like, let's just basically like, throw our lives into chaos and then embrace it with like this attitude of joy. Yes. I have to stop you because I think this is so cool. This is a neat concept where it's like when you're put into uncomfortable positions or something that's totally abnormal, you're almost forced to get creative with money, with time, with resources, with family, relationship, whatever. Like you have to get creative. But in that creativity, I feel like that when you break out of the mold of what life normally, like you said, blow life up. Yeah, I love that because you – have to rewrite the story because it's like well we were used to doing this this and this those are no longer options so like let's figure out what it's going to look like or what do we want this to look like and so you're actually able to start from scratch yes and we just just love that the the, the mindset of we went into it with like i mean we definitely had our moments of like what are we doing what's happening you know like this is crazy but we definitely had the mindset of like okay lord we're here like what are you teaching us like we were very open to just what he was doing in our lives. He was doing a lot. Let me tell you, like I had an addiction to materialism. Just I needed things to find my fulfillment and to give me joy. Dino like filled his head with work and video games and got lost in a lot of other things. And, and this was just a stripping away of everything. And we were just like, really were open to it and we received it. And once all of the things were stripped away, we were just like, this is incredible. This is living life that's to the fullest. Amazing. I love that that's kind of the point you had to get to was, like you said, the stripping away mm-hmm. of everything to have to see what was in front of you, what was important to you. Was this tough on your marriage? Because you said, I'm just going to speak for me for a second. So like similarly, some some people listening might know this story. Some people might not. Basically, my husband and I got married young as well. Um, had an idea of what life was going to look like. And then about three months into our marriage, my husband decided he wanted to be a pilot, but like 
had no aviation experience. So we mm-hmm. borrowed like all of our savings and like fundraised for him to get his private pilot's license. Now he's a pilot in the military and all the really cool things. Like that's the end of the story. But the beginning of the story when plugs were being pulled and yeah. life was getting blown up, I felt like my foundation was so shaky. Mm-hmm. It was really easy to like blame each other yeah. or like oh, if yeah. we were ever uncomfortable, it was like, it's because of you or yeah. whatever. This is y'all have such a cool story because you're dreaming together. This is something you were doing together. We rarely have couples on the show together. It's normally just one woman coming, sharing her story about the dream God planted on her heart. She did it. Here's her testimony. But I love that this is a y'all thing. Mm -hmm. But of course, with that comes hurdles and some strain and frustration. Did you experience that? Yeah. There's, I mean, there's always moments in, (laughs) in difficult times when, you know, you really struggle with it. And it's, I mean, we go back and pluck the memories that we kind of want out of our, out of the past. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what Ash and I generally dwell on is like a lot of these, these selected good memories, but there was definitely hard times yeah. that, that went on in, mm-hmm. in like living in the trailer. Like, I mean, I tell a story about like the time I came home and parked my car and had to go by I couldn't get to the trailer. I had to go buy boots because like mud boots to make it so I could get into the trailer because it was like a hundred yard walk through like a foot of mud. And I look back on it fondly now, but I swear to you that I've never been so angry in my life as having to like <laughs> trudge through mud and like, what is my life right now? I've like worked so hard to try and get this massive house prior to this. And like, now everything's blown up. I'm like nothing. And eventually, you know, like we get into bed and I'm all comfy and I cuddle up with Ash and I, my anger converts from like to, from like rage to more like laughing and like, you know, it's like, all right, God. I can't believe I just did that. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah. all right, I'm living in a trailer and I had to get my boots to get home. Like what is going on? This is hilarious. <laughs> and like, it's a lot of perspective, right? It's like, if I, if I open my hand and, from this thing that I'm gripping and God shows me the correct perspective of what he's trying to do, then holy cow, that, those moments and the, the times that are difficult, the thing, the things that are causing tumultuous situations between Ash and I become these amazing moments of growth that God's got for both of us, you know? Yes. So I love that perspective. Yeah. But that's hard. That's not an easy thing to do to, to be able to like mentally push yourself into perspective. Right? It's really on with a reliance it's on Christ. It's not natural. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really a reliance yeah. on Christ and saying, God, I need you to modify my perspective on this because I'm incapable of having a good attitude. That's so good. Yeah. Especially like when we're dreaming as families, there's going to be those moments where it's like, look how inconvenient this is. Yeah. I can't believe we're raising our kids this way. Yeah. Or this is not what I thought I signed up for. And you can like pull all those jabs and that's what the enemy totally wants to do oh, yeah. because the enemy is here to steal, kill and destroy. So if God has this like super awesome big thing mm-hmm. for you and you're saying yes, yeah. of course the enemy is going to pull of any course. tool he can because he's like, oh no, oh no, like they're getting close to destiny. Like they're getting close to like, you know, becoming more holy mm. in this whole process. Like I can't let them get there. Mm. And so you can almost expect to have those moments of frustration and oh you know, yeah, like having yeah. to pick up your cross daily and yeah. ask I mean, for we, a perspective change. We know we're going to experience trials. And so it's just that, that perspective shift and that pushing to have that attitude of how can I find joy? How can I find joy in this situation and going through it and, and, so many situations over the last few years where we've been put in in those hard situations or those trials it just makes it a little bit like okay 
this is going to be okay. Like whatever we're going through, this is going to be okay. And we can find joy here because we've seen God do it over here. And it was, it was great. Like it's not the easiest thing. It's not the easiest path, but we can find joy in it still. I mean, those are, these are pretty moments, right? Like, and it's such a good, like analogy, this, this example of God pruning, if we fight against God while he's trying to prune, he's not going to be able to get like as good of a cut on what it is that he really has to be able to cut out during that, that like wow. pruning phase. If you thrash against it, but if you lean into it and allow God to like really, really get like to the root of where, what he needs to prune off of you, like, you know, wow. in a similar hand that like, we own a vineyard. We, at one point we had a vineyard that was like part of our land. And like, it's such a good example, like that example, that visual example of pruning where, you know, there is a vine that has to be, has to be cut back to a certain point. And God does that in our lives all the time, especially if you like allow it, if you like put yourself in these pruning scenarios. And when you get into those, if you lean into what God's trying to prune out of you, you get the most out of it, right? But it's so counterintuitive. Um, but it's, it's what's God, God's constantly trying to pull out of you. It's like the perspective God wants from us. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's not easy. When you let him prune you is like when you'll see the fruit and be like, that was worth it. You know, that was tough. That was worth it. Yeah. Okay. So big question, but I do want to go here um, because I feel like this is something we get often in messages and we try to conquer like big topics. So it's okay if you don't have what you feel like is the perfect answer, but anything will do. Let's say someone's listening and they're like, okay, these people went after a big dream. And I do want to talk about where y'all are now because there is like a second half of the story for sure. But people are listening and they're like, wow, like they really went for it. I don't know if I can go for it because I don't know what I'm going for. Like, I don't understand what my next step is or like what God's calling me to. Mm-hmm. For the person that feels like stuck in that area where they're like, well, I want to be obedient, but I don't know. Like, I can't hear what God's direction is on my life. What would you say to mm-hmm. them? Yeah. So I can, I can answer it for me slash Ash and I, right. And the way that we generally handle these types of things where we're uncertain of where God kind of wants us to go down, we'll draw a bath and we'll sit in a bath and we'll just dream. You must draw a bath. You yeah. must draw. Yeah. Step I mean, one. It's not the, so, um, draw a bath. No, the bath is like <laughs> Whatever a, it is. That it, it's, it's really, yeah. We it's, don't it's, really actually have a bathtub anymore. We don't so actually don't, have a bathtub it's, it's not really. But it's like, like that time of just like, yeah, at quiet time, just one-on-one connecting. Yeah. Being together. And we'll just, we'll sit there and we'll dream. It's like, well, what if we, like right now we live on the beach in Florida. So how did that come about? We're sitting literally in a bath in Northern California and we're like, well, what else could we do? Like, what do we, we both feel like God's pulling on us like that our lives are going to be shifted here in the next little bit. Like, let's just dream about potentials. Like what is God, what's he putting on our hearts? Is it, is it like moving? Is it to be more content with what we have? Is it to lean into our church? Is it to like be friends to somebody? Is it something small? Is it something big? Is it right? And we, Ash and I would just, we'd bounce around all over the place and come up with these like wild dreaming scenarios. And at one point we were living in a, in a, you know, cottage in the woods or something you know like but it 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 sussed out this like well our children like are so drawn to water and like what a weird thing like to to be the thing that kind of kicks off the conversation our oldest son loves water and that was like the initial kind of like Mm -hmm. dream that god put on both of our hearts of like well what does our life kind of look like if we shift this aspect of it and like 
How could our ministry look like? What would our, could we go and like bring family members with us and help start a church? And like, he just started, we allowed God to instill like on our hearts what a, his vision kind of could potentially be. Mm-hmm. And it was this like collaborative dreaming of Ash and I and God instilling on our hearts what our lives could look like, right? That's so good. And by then being obedient to what God kind of put on our hearts and seeing what doors he might open as we start walking down that path, it became clear like, hey, you're going in this direction and all the doors are going to get opened up nice yeah. free. And I think just keeping that that open hand throughout it all, like we only want this if you want this for us, God. Like so this good. is, we're going to keep going down this way, but like if this is not what you want, like should we put an offering on this house? Like take it away if you don't want us to get it. Like yeah. we don't need this. Yeah. And then going back to like what Dino was saying at the beginning on how we dream, I've just seen that 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 has like been the biggest thing for us and in our marriage and just cultivating like a like really really healthy marriage for us is just being open to anything Mm -hmm. to being opening to listening to your spouse talking and dreaming about anything Mm -hmm. because i think that's something that we used to do we just used to like squash everything like no we could never do that no we could never afford that no like it's just no you know Mm -hmm. but um and if you're married to somebody who's more of a dreamer than the other or whatever just really listening and being open to it because God can do really big things. Yeah. And our like things that we say no to, he's like, but yes, but you're actually just in the way. So can you stop <laughs> saying no, yeah. you know? Yeah. So just yeah. o- being open to talking about it, like even if you never do it, um, that like bond that you get and that sort of like relationship, like cherry is really, really cool when you are just open to dreaming with your spouse. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, like another prime example to, to continue to dominate the conversation around this one though. Ash came to me and she's like, Hey, dream with me about something God's put on my heart. I want to, I want us to have a fourth kid. And at that point we had, I had gotten, we had three kids that were like eight, seven years old or you know, seven, 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 nine and 10. There you go. And I had already gotten a vasectomy and like, no, I'm done wiping butts in my (laughs) mind. Right. Right. (laughs) And And honestly, I was too. Like done. But Ash kind of brought it to me and was like, hey, God keeps pulling on me for something. And it's like, okay, let's let God, let's dream on this and like see what God kind of has for both of us. For dreaming and praying and seeking after God of what would our lives kind of look like in that scenario. And fast forward to kind of like skip to the end, like we have a, a fox now. Baby, <laughs> now, a b- Foxy. baby fox. Yeah. And yes. Foxy's one and She's, a half. Yeah. And like our lives are incredible. And I think that the, the key with that too is I what I've learned over the years because I'm I used to be the one that was always like let's do this let's do this and come on and it was just my own desires pushing it not like promptings from the Lord yeah and then as years pass I've realized that obviously like I don't want to force or nag Dino into anything at all like I don't want him to have a baby because I keep asking him because I want it. I didn't even really like have a desire to have a baby. I just felt like God was putting it on my heart. And I was like, let's just pray about this together. Cause like, if he can align both of our hearts to want this, then like we should be obedient to that. And then if not, and I'm just having like a weird moment, then like, let's shut it down. And so I think that, um, yeah, just the way that like really being okay and with going to your spouse with just a heart of, like, let's really pray about this. And if we don't align, then that's okay too. Like then yeah. maybe we don't go forward with whatever we're talking about. 
we joke and we say, okay, step one, draw a bath. But really, yes. <laughs> like step one is like start talking to one another. Because I do think that there's yeah, so yeah. many people, even friends listening, that are like, I can't remember the last time I had a thoughtful conversation like this with my spouse because mm-hmm. life happens, routine yeah. happens, screens happen, work happens, like our hobbies yeah. happen. Yeah. All the things can get in the way. And again, yeah. another tactic of the enemy to keep you away <laughs> from yeah. your dream and what God has for you. But for real, like start talking go on a date and like, yeah. like reserve a night, like once a week or whatever. I think yeah. I just have this on my heart. There's someone listening that is um, really almost discouraged by this answer. Cause they're like, yeah, we've never done that. Like, that's not who yeah. we are as a couple. Do you guys ever feel like that was so unnatural for you? And if so, like, how did you practically kind of get out of that rut to start dreaming? Cause it yeah. feels really vulnerable. Like if I get it, like if that's something that isn't familiar to you and your marriage and your spouse, it's like really intimidating like to start praying together or to start having these conversations if you haven't yeah. before. Yeah. Yeah. Ash and I, for the first while in our marriage, did not have, we're not in lockstep on stuff like this. Okay. We definitely were not for a long period of time. We, we butt heads a lot. We're yeah. both like strong-willed and so we're, it's like, no, my, way, no, my. Do you do Enneagram? We're, we're Enneagram eight sevens, both of us. No Which is way. a challenger. That yeah, is so really eight, tough. I would love to be a fly yeah, on the wall in your house. Yeah. Yeah. So when, when two eights, like in life in general, come against each other, they're constantly like battling for dominance and and their kind of way, right? That was so, basically the first eight years of our marriage. Yeah. <laughs> and we both like had a desire to seek after God yeah. for like our entire marriage. So a lot of our eightisms had been mildly tempered based on our level of submission to God <laughs> in our <laughs> roles. But um, I forgot where I was kind of going with that. But in general, Ash and I, yeah, had like, had like this. How to be vulnerable with our spouses. and like, Oh, yeah. Like yeah. So we, during the first like half of our first like eight years of our marriage, we both were very much like, I have the things that I want to go after. And you have the things that you want to go after. I'll go get mine and you go get yours and then we'll hang out in the evenings. I know when the kids go to bed, right? Right. That was the extent of it. I wanted my career and I really wanted to have our financial situation sorted out in a specific way. And, and like, I wanted to make sure that I was progressing nicely up the, the like, you know, hierarchy at work to make sure I was being successful in you know, the efforts that I was putting forward on things. And Ash wanted to like buy and, and decorate the house and do house mom things and, she was fine. I mean, I was finding a lot of satisfaction in things that were not the things that, you know, God's kind of wants in your marriage, right? Like me, me, me. And Ash was finding satisfaction big time in like in the world. The, yeah. With the world, like buying stuff for the house and stuff like that. In any case, by us moving into the trailer, we got put into this like pressure cooker. And then we were like, okay, we really don't want to necessarily live in a trailer the rest of our lives. Like what's everything kind of look like? So that was kind of the impotence for us really starting to dream together and see what could we do as a team versus me doing my thing and you do your thing right because it's no fun it's no fun doing life solo it's really just not it's the world says hey you do you and you know listen to your heart and look out for number one and self-care and all this nonsense but that's really not fulfilling if i'm being (laughs) brutally honest it's not what's fulfilling is is actually like serving your wife coming up with like common dreams that you're both going to go after together that god's put on both of your hearts right if you're both submitting to christ in your marriage then god's going to guide you down this amazing path 
So start putting the things in place to go down that go down that path together. Don't continue to to try and like do things solo. You know. Yes. It takes intentionality just yeah. every day. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of like a, the idea of how do you eat an elephant it's like one bite at a time <laughs> you yeah. can't just like yeah. there's no directions you just kind of that's yeah. an awful yeah that's an awful <laughs> metaphor <laughs> every time people say that i'm like why is this even a thing we say yeah. um but why it's true eating that, who's eating it yeah who's right? eating elephant? um but like for real if you have this really big concept or big idea or hey i want to be there and it seems lofty like what does it look like just to take like small little baby steps and then these strides will become habits and like discipline yes um it's like i i don't think anything that we're really called to do that's not fleshly and not natural is easy or fun in the beginning i think like even i'm just gonna say it like even sometimes opening up the word of god i'm like i do not feel like doing this today but it's the discipline yeah, it's and it's the saying yes, even when you don't feel like it, that shows like, okay, but this is what I value, even though it's not something yeah. that's fun for me right now. Um, yeah. And that's blessed. And that's something God, that yeah. God's going to honor you for. So it's the same in your marriage. Like if you want to be there, take their advice. If yeah. you're listening, just like start yeah. checking in, start being like, hey, what are you dreaming about? Planting these seeds. Like mm-hmm. what's your dream job? Yeah. Are you doing it? Are you not? are we where we would want to be if we kept living this way? Just like small questions. It doesn't have to be a whole like business meeting. I mean, (laughs) you know, my favorite one with Ash is like, what do you want to do in like five, 10 years? Like if you close your eyes and see our lives, like, Hmm. or 20, like, where do you see our, your health? Where do you see our, like our kids? Where do you want to live? What do you like our financial situation? Like, what does God put on your heart for ministry? Like, 20 years out, like really looking far, far into the future, right? Like those are the conversations I really enjoy having because who there's zero, like if you would have asked me, tw- you know, 10 years ago to do that, it definitely wouldn't have looked like this right now because like yeah. God's, we really allowed God to like have an open hand and all that, but still like the, the long-term informs the short-term type things, right? So for me, I, you know, I want to be healthy. I want to, have a healthy marriage. I want to have physical health. I want to like, you know, you can go down the list of what I, you know, my life ultimately looks like 20 years from now. And it's like, okay, today now I'm going to make decisions that are going to forfeit what I want right now for what I want most. Because ultimately that's what discipline is, right? Discipline is saying no to what I want right now so that I can say yes to the thing that I want most in my life, which is I want, 20 years from now, you know, to be more successful in all the things, life, ministry, relationship, etc., than I am right now, which means that I don't get to go and eat like apple fritters all day, both spiritually and <laughs> what? What are you and talking about? <laughs> and, and like literally. <laughs> yeah. You know? That's so good. So. Yeah. Okay. So you guys talk about all this slash more in this amazing book, which I love it because it's like all the fun things in one. It's marriage, it's home, it's your story. There's pictures, incredible quotes. I mean, like I'm just gushing. I just really love it. It's really super cool. And it's like a fun coffee table book. Great gift, great gift book. Um, Wow. I'm like, y'all should hire me. I'm really selling it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) it, uh, But for real, Designed to Last, Our Journey of Building an Intentional Home, Growing in Faith, and Finding Joy in the In-Between, which, wow, we all need that. Um, So if Mm -hmm. people are listening and love your story and want this book, where can they find it? Where can they find you? All those cool things. 
We are on Instagram. Um, my handle is arrows and bow. And then you can buy Designed to Last wherever you can buy books. So Target, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Christian Bookstore, and all, all the stuff. All, all the things. Yes. 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 So cool. So cool. Okay. And one of my favorite questions to ask, we'll kind of wrap it up with this. And it can be anything. And I want one from each of you. What is something that you're yeah. loving these days that we have to share with people listening? Oof. Mm. I'm gonna leave you. I'll let you go first. Man, that's a <laughs> tough one. Okay, I right now. Um, I love All it. right, so I'll, I'll go. I, Ash and I have like the thing that I'm loving the most right now is is the depth that Ash and I have on like our our intimacy. So it's not necessarily just like physical intimacy, which is definitely you know huge. I'm a guy, so obviously that's a big one. <laughs> but Ash and I over the last bit have really reached like this new level of, of intimacy in our marriage, both from like a spiritual perspective and a relationship perspective, like all, all the different aspects of it. Like I've really desired to go deep with her on, on like this intimacy aspect of it, where it's less of me and more of us, like the two shall become one kind of mentality. And I've really tried to like lean into that aspect from a discipline perspective of what does my marriage look like if I stop with the two and start leaning heavy into the one? Mm. What does that mean for me as like a man and my responsibilities for my wife and my servitude for her and, and all of that? And I've, I've just like really tried to like lean hard into that and receive this amazing fruit out of it. So yeah, mm -hmm. that's for me the big one because it's just very relevant like right now. Yes, that's that's so I appreciate said fruit of that. <laughs> Like um, I would, yes, continue yeah, in that. I'm digging it. Yeah. Um, no, I would say, so I just started, um, I was lacking in some discipline, like you actually were just talking about. And I just started, um, I kind of felt like over the weekend to start just setting like a goal for myself, really just to set time aside, wake up a half hour early every morning so that I could read my Bible. Because I was you know, on the days that I could fit it in the last few, like I would say like the last month or two, like I had this desire to have that quiet time, but then the baby would get up and the kids get up and I found myself just like rushing through it really quickly. Right. And so, um, I just felt this, like, I, there was three things that I wanted to implement into my routine. And so I gave myself a challenge just to wake up a half hour early and have quiet time, read my Bible, and just really my own time. Um, drinking more water because I was feeling hydrate, dehydrated and that was something I was just lacking in. And then just doing some sort of workout to be physically healthy. Yeah. And I ended up sharing this on my Instagram and like, God is just so cool how he puts these little things on our hearts. And I swear I've shared like, Hey, let's work out together or whatever before. And like nobody responds. Right. And it's like nothing crickets. And I have never had such a huge response from people wow. like just saying like, I've had this on my heart. I was literally just thinking of this. Wow. This is the push that I needed. Like, I, and so this morning I woke up to like messages and all these people started their day reading the word yeah, or yeah. drinking more water. And, and so that is what I'm loving right now. Just like having a little bit of implementing a little bit of discipline into my life and then having that kind of overflow into other areas. And 
Did you say all three things? Bible, early Bible reading time, water, and then walking. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Praise God. That's so cool. And I did see, yeah. I snooped. I did see that you are reading the She Reads Truth Bible, which plug is one yes. of my favorite Bibles. It is beautiful. So good. And it has devos. So if people are listening and they're I like, my Bible's boring, be like, well, first off, it's not. But if you need some extra fun, <laughs> She Reads Truth is yeah, the way to go. pictures. Yes. yes. I love that. Bible. Yes. Everything beautiful is just so much more fun. That's just the way it works. Yes. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Guys, this has been such an honor just to sit down with you and just learn from you and just hear what God's doing in your life. And so I'm just grateful that you would just open up and share what you've been through, where you are now, what it took, the sacrifice, the cost, because it's all there and it's not all shiny and fun, but God is in every part of it. So this has just been so much fun for me. Same. Thank Thank you you. so much. Yeah. Thanks for having us. This was fun. This episode of Behind the Bliss podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe for more episodes so you don't miss episodes full of encouragement. And don't forget to rate and review so that we can continue to bring you the best content. See you in the next episode.